0: My name is Sherry Wilson, and I'm here to fill your ears with the best business content I can give you while you work out, commute, or clean your house. Anything to help you work your biz like a boss. Hey, it's uh, Sherry Wilson again, and this week I'm gonna talk about something that just absolutely ticks me off and is so freaking unnecessary. And if you can hear the irritation in my voice, it's because it's there. But I'm going to try to keep it under control. One reason that I am irritated is this pet peeve of mine is so absolutely necessary and, quite frankly, stupid. And that's why the title of this podcast is This is So Unbelievably Stupid. But before I dive in, I want to say that I have been guilty of this in my early years as an entrepreneur. So no judgment, even though I sound quite judgy. this must stop okay so here is the pet peeve not getting back with customers in spite of it being customer service 101 so let me give you two scenarios that I've recently encountered so the first scenario is with one of my clients now this client is a D personality like most business owners are so keep that in mind A D hates to be ignored, and being ignored to a D is a huge sign of disrespect, and that's a trigger. No one likes lack of communication from a business, but it's especially frustrating for certain personalities. But it gets worse. So my client had hired a gentleman for a particular project, and then COVID hit, and the project was put on hold due to shutdowns, and that was fine. Everybody, you know, understands. He paid for the work in advance because he's a businessman and he wants to take care of fellow business owners. Over the course of several months during the shutdown, my client had sent friendly texts and phone calls to keep in touch, nothing. No text response back, no phone calls back, nothing, zip, zero, nada. Now, that was a tad irritating, but nothing to be concerned with, but it gets worse. Then after things start opening back up, My client called to touch base. Nothing. Finally, the business owner walks into his business. They catch up, and my client asks him if he could do a small project for him. Of course. Yeah, no problem. Okay. So, almost a week later, he texts him to see how the project's going and when he expects to be done. Nothing. No phone call. No text message. Nothing. Now, he's mad. It's one thing to ignore him during COVID, But to say he can do a new project and not return his phone calls or texts is clearly sending a message that his business and him as a person are not important to this business owner. So, as his marketing director, I contacted this man on behalf of him, of my client, and I'll never forget what he said at the end of a somewhat tense conversation about his lack of communication. Okay, so that's the whole reason I contacted him. Hey, I'm contacting you as a marketing director. We're just wanting to know, you know what's going on here, blah, blah. This is how he ends the phone conversation. I'll call him in the near future. What? I mean, the reason I'm calling you is because of your lack of communication, and you lack such emotional intelligence, not understand how that right there could send somebody over the edge. I mean, it's ridiculous the lack of understanding where people are coming from. So since that time they've taught, I'm not sure how things stand at the moment, but this is scenario number one. Okay, here's scenario number two, and this one involves me. So my whole life, I've never owned a brand new car, but finally, because I was traveling quite a bit and I had bought a used car, but it caused me problems, I decided to invest in uh, my first new car about five years ago. I was 41 years old, and I love my little car. It's a Kia Soul, very fun to drive. Uh, I've taken very good care of it, and it was time for my usual servicing, and I needed a new set of tires as well, and it was my very first set. So, I always go to the dealership where I bought it, mainly because of their exceptional customer service. And I have to travel 90 miles, but it's worth it because, again, their customer service is just over the top. So, I hop in the car Tuesday, travel to the dealership, enjoying some good true crime podcasts on the way. I then happily wait in the waiting room, get some work done. And then, for my oil change, multi-point inspection, new windshield wipers, and tires, I only had to wait like two hours, which I thought was perfect. I happily drive home listening to even more true crime. So my husband comes home from work and I'm excited about my new tires and I want to show them, which may sound silly because they're just tires, but I was proud. as my first new tires purchase on my new car. He took a look and he said, hey, it looked like they scratched your wheels. What? I look and saw that every single wheel was runned. The tire machine scratched them all and took chunks of the coating out. On top of that, the stuff they used to put the tire on was all over my wheels. They didn't even clean it off, which was unusual because my car always comes back cleaner, cleaner. So your first response might be, well, why didn't you check your tires before you drove back home? Good question. I didn't check them closely because they've always taken such good care of me that it didn't even occur to me that they would let my car leave like that. I trusted them which is not easy for a D personality. Yep, I'm a D D2, but it gets worse. So I called in the next day and I explained what's happening. I was asked if I could come in. No, I would prefer to send pictures since I live 90 miles away, but if you're going to maybe come in, I guess I'll have to. Oh no, you don't need to do that. Pictures will work. I'll send an email over to the service manager. We'll get you fixed up. Okay, wait the rest of the day, nothing. Call again the next morning. This time, the lady cc's me in an email to all the managers, and I fully expected someone to call me back within the hour at least. I mean, I expected minutes, but at least within an hour. So, between those two calls, I did get a text from one of the managers, and when I responded to explain what happened, I received no response. Zip. Zero. Nada. So, I wait another 24 hours and received no communication. So, at this point, I'm not happy. I send uh, pictures of the damage to all of the managers in the email, nothing, no freaking response. So I then let them know that if someone did not take care of this, I was prepared to leave a Google review and hire a lawyer. Now I'm not prone to suing, but this was ridiculous. So I wake up up, uh, Friday, last Friday, ready to call the owner of the dealership if necessary and let him have it. Uh, I then get a text from the manager saying he called in a bit. Oh, good, finally. So then I get a phone call, and it's a pre-recorded message from him asking if I had concerns. Are you kidding me? Now, I understand it's probably automated, but it threw me over the edge. I went from a low burn to boiling in seconds. I texted him about how stupid that was that my patience was wearing thin and I wanted to call today. Few minutes later, I get a call from him. He apologized and explained that they are getting it arranged to fix the issue, and he said they would even come get my car and bring it back. All I know is they better not show up with the same wheels. They either need to look new or be new. So this is, you know, saga is obviously still going on. But what I want to point out is if they had simply called, even if it was to give me no news, but let me know they were working on it, I would have been fine. It was the ignoring me that pissed me off. It's not necessary. So I want you to remember this statement. No news is not good news, at least not in these situations. If you're waiting for a jury's verdict, no news might be good. If you're waiting for test results, no news might be good. But when you have situations like these, a lack of communication is sending a very clear message that you just don't care. It can send a worse message that you're not going to fix it. So even if you don't know any more than the last time, a quick text, a phone call, or an email to let them know that they're not forgotten and you're working on it is perfectly fine. I, um, uh, hear all the time. You know, people say, well, I'm just too busy. Don't give me that crap. We're all busy. I mean, how many seconds does it take to shoot a quick email or text? Do it while you're using the restroom if you have to. But don't leave your customers hanging, especially if a mistake has been made. It's even more crucial. And here's the secret that you need to know. If you solve your client's problem, even if it was your own fault and you, you solve it well, you will create more loyalty in that customer than all your other customers that have never had a bad experience with you. That's the research. So fixing mistakes creates an intense loyalty and a fan for life. It's a hidden jackpot that many business owners don't know exists. So, no news is not good news. And send that quick email. In fact, that is one of the basics of customer service. And if you wanna stand out before, uh, uh, above all of your competition, then you need to be that one person that communicates well because I can guarantee you, in my experience, over 50% of businesses don't. I hope today's podcast gave you some actionable wisdom that you can do immediately for your business. I've got a lot more free training on my website at sherryannwilson.com. Sherry with an I and with an E. But before you go, please leave a kind review of this podcast. It's like giving me a hug in podcast world. Work Your Biz Like a Boss is a Mr. Joseph production. What do you think, Joseph?